Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week by Tom and Gunnar. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you doing, Gunnar? Doing very well, thank you. Right, so this week there will be no games to cover, so we're just going to kind of preview game week five with the fixtures or transfers or captains. We'll have some of the questions listeners sent in, kind of cover the game week coming forward as well. But also have a wee bit of a wee bit of fun this week, if stats is what you consider fun, that is. Uh, maybe a wee quiz. So, Tom, I'll normally start with you with Tom time, so I'm going to let you kick it all off and then go into your quiz questions at the end of it before I come in. Okay, um, so... Those of uh, you that listen regularly will know we've been tracking the top 20 uh, point scorers each game week. Um, so today I thought we'd do a bit more of a deep dive into the, the combined top 20s from game week one to four and look at where we should be spending our money. So just a reminder, uh, going over the last sort of four weeks combined, uh, goalkeepers have featured six times, defenders 34 times, midfielders 25 times, and forwards 14 times. So where should we be spending our money? Let's do a, a price analysis and look at each position individually. Um, goalkeepers, I think we've said in the past, they're probably a set and forget, but we'll, we'll look at them a little bit closer. Uh, looking at the goalkeeper position, Top goalkeeper for points is Xander Clark, 22 points in total and 3 million. Uh, second is Craig Gordon with 20 points, also 3 million. And third is Joe Hart, 15 points and 3.4 million. I'd probably describe Hart as a premium. Um, he's a bit more expensive than the others. And I'd probably put uh, Joe Lewis, who's sixth, uh, also 3.4 million and with 14 points. And probably Alan McGregor as well, who's actually down in 15th place, and he's 3.2 million. Uh, 10th place is McLaughlin. He seems to be getting more league matches, and he's only 2.8. So a bit of a bargain there. Um, I think probably a fair price for a goalkeeper would be 2.5 to 3 million. I don't think the premiums are currently offering us any more than what your kind of regular Joes like Xander Clark and Craig Gordon are. And um, that's probably it. Set and forget probably the the right approach, though I would have it in the back of your mind as the season progresses, McGregor and McLaughlin, because I think Alan McGregor, if he's going to start regularly in the league at 0.2 million, 
um, more than the top scoring goalkeeper. It's not too bad, but that's there's a lot of ifs there. That's obviously if he nails down a position and if Rangers turn to the defensive form of last season. So that is goalkeepers. Defenders, I've had a look at the top 20 scorers amongst defenders. Um, and as we mentioned previously, I've classified a premium as above 3.2 million. I've kind of just pulled that figure out of the air, what, what I deem to be maybe a, a fair price. Um, <clears throat> so the top 20 defenders so far features five premiums. That is Helander, Greg Taylor, Connor Goldson, Paul McGinn, and Taverni. Um, if you look at the top scoring defenders, Ralston's in there at 2.5 million, so not a premium, as is Ramsey, who's second, 2.3 million. Uh, I think at first glance, because defenders were obviously doing quite well points-wise, we kind of thought, well, let's plow our money into that position. But I don't think we do, given that there's some low price tag defenders doing pretty well for themselves. Um, and I think up your back line, you could probably have a sort of finely balanced back line that's probably going to provide a decent points return. I know we've talked about Ralston in the past. Is his days numbered in the in the start and eleven? I'm not too sure if that's the case. Um, they've got the new lad in, Peter. You call him JJ. JJ's in there. He can play at left back as well. It seems, and he, I think he gave a good account of himself against Rangers. If Taylor's going to be out for a wee while, or if he's maybe going to be dropped down to, to second choice, and Ralston may keep his position in right back. Um, so for me, I'd probably be looking at maybe two premium defenders maybe one around about the three million mark and then the other two slots filled with some cheapos like Ramsey and Ralston. I think that's probably um, a reasonable approach. Uh, On to midfielders after that. Another number I've plugged out with thin air is 4.4 million. Uh, above that figure, I'm classifying as a premium. Uh, it's a strange number. Uh, <laughs> you're probably asking why I didn't pick 4.5 million as it's was, a right, nice round number. <laughs> But I don't, I don't think we can class Johnny Hayes as a premium midfielder. So that's, that was the reason why. Right. Um, looking at the top 20 then, um, we actually have 11 premiums. Uh, that includes Boyle, Turnbull, Furuhashi, Abada, Gary Mackay-Stevens, Ryan Christie, who's now left the league, uh, Kamara, Callum McGregor, Stevie Davis, Aribo, and Tom Rogic. And this is the position I actually do think the money should be spent. And if we kind of analyse the, the top scoring midfielders, the top three mids are all 5.8 million and more. So if you can combine that, that's over probably over 16 million, uh, which is a fair decent chunk of your, your budget. And that seems to be where the points are coming from. Even just looking at the, the top three, 5.8 million and more, and looking further down at eighth place, eighth place we have Alan Forrest. Um, the top three all have 30-plus points. Alan Forrest has 17, so that's almost half. So you really won't be getting in it amongst these top-scoring midfielders, and that's where you should be spending the money, I think. Boyle's obviously nailed, um, given he's one of the top scorers in the game. And I think a reasonable approach would be looking at two select mids. Um, now that Furuhashi's gone, we I think we can safely say he's probably going to play in the central role as a striker. I think they said in the last pod, pod Postacoglu, uh, after the Rangers game, said he wished he'd maybe started him in the centre from the start. Edwards now departed. 
We've got the new Greek boy. I don't know if he's going to be um, on the bench, maybe looking at it as more of an impact sub. We don't know, so we'll have to wait and find out. Uh, but an out-of-position midfielder, and given uh, Furuhashi's goal-scoring record so far this season, it's probably not a bad idea to own him. Um, the other selling midfielders, I think it's probably a toss-up between Abada and Turnbull. They've both roughly got the same sort of number of goals and um, assists, though I would say Turnbull's goals have came over two games. He got uh, a hat-trick in one of the league games, can't remember the opposition, and the two other goals came from um, against Jabovnik in the obviously in the European qualifiers. So I'm looking at all competitions when I'm comparing Turnbull and Abada, uh, whereas Abada seems to be sort of, he takes over a bit more, his returns are spread over a larger number of games, so maybe he's going to be more consistent. Uh, four, four game weeks is probably a small sample size, but um, I would monitor the situation, but I don't think you can go wrong with either Turnbull or Abada. Um, cheap options for the midfield, I think we're probably looking at McGuinness. Uh, he's only 3.7 million. Uh, Gary Mackay-Steven, um, he, he is just in the premium status at 4.5 million. Um, the reason why I did, I just kind of looked at a small sample size for the midfielders are because if I pulled up a top 20 like I did defenders, it would feature players like uh, Reagan Charles Cook at Ross County. Although he's very cheap at 2.9 million, his tally is based upon one goal and one bonus point because he made more than three tackles in a single game. So the barrier for top 20 midfielders is, is, is not very high. So I think you're maybe going to focus on the, the small pool of premiums and then look at some cheapy options just to kind of fill in the gaps. Strikers, again, I can't really do a top 20 there. If you looked at the top 20, that would feature Jet, who's 20th with uh, six points in four games. So it's nothing to write home about there. Uh, if we do look at the top 10, uh, classify that as maybe... Five, above 5.3 million. Uh, Boyce is just in there at 5.3 million. And so is Eamon Brophy, surprisingly. I was actually kind of surprised at his price um, tag, but there you go. Uh, Tony Watt, he's obviously top for points. 30 points he has, 4.8 million. Fairly cheap as well. Uh, second is Boyce, 5.3 million. Third is Ramirez, 5.6 million. Uh, Cummings, 4.2 million. He obviously isn't guaranteed starts. I think before Lee Griffiths came into play, I think he maybe would have been more of the sort of first-choice striker in comparison to Killian Sheridan. But now that Griffiths is there, again, he's a bit of an unknown entity because he's not playing for so long. He doesn't look the fittest. But um, Cummins isn't a bad option, even if he's, again, another sort of impact sub-type player. Um, fifth and sixth is Morelos and Edward. Obviously, Edward's now left the league. Morelos coming in at 8.1 million. He's quite expensive. He's only had returns in one game, I think. So all his returns have came in the one game. I think it was a goal and two assists. Um, seventh is Bruce Anderson, 4.6 million. Brophy, 5.3. And then ninth and tenth, we've got Doidge and Nisbet. Uh, I'm kind of tempted to say, maybe look at Boyce and a couple of cheapies. I'm not too sure about what because I think Motherwell's fixtures do get a bit sticky, um, particularly in the short term. I, I actually think Bruce Anderson's not a bad option at 4.6 million, uh, ticking along nicely. You can always have him on the bench and use the bench trick. 
Um, again, Nisbet's a bit of an unknown entity just now. Uh, we know his head was turned in December last year, but he never got his move to Birmingham City. And he could, I think he could go two ways. Now the transfer window's shut, he could either just get his head down and return to his previous form, or he may do a bit of an Edward and throw the towel in and just look a bit disinterested. So I think he's a watch and see. If you own him, we know he's quite explosive. Hibs fixtures aren't too bad. Um, but I probably wouldn't be rushing to bring him in if you don't have him. I certainly wouldn't be taking hits or anything like that. Um, that's it, really. That was my write-up. So put your money into the premium mids and spread it amongst others evenly so. Comments. Right, Gunnar, comments on that. I mean, if the listeners were expecting to just get a nice international chilled episode, <laughs> then <laughs> Tom True spanner in the works there. Now, a nice write-up. Uh, kind of confirms what we expected with the money being better spent in midfield. I think what Tom said about having, was it two or three premium defenders and then a couple cheapies around it and maybe go two two premium maybe looking at one round about the three million because players like Suter and that coming at about three million and then I think Ramsey at two point I think he's 2.3 I think mm. you could I think there's a, a reasonable case for Ralston at the minute yeah um and just looking at those guys I mean while you were speaking Tom I was I was looking at my team here and just trying to see which part of my team is lining up with what you said would be like the ideal uh, way to go. So I'm looking at it. I've got Boyle in there, Furuhashi and Nabada. Uh, I've got Tavernier, McGinn. It's my like premiums in defense. Ramsey. I've got Scales instead of uh, Ralston. But but the idea was the same, kind of. Just for me, and I think it's going to be similar for, for a few managers, uh, my money is kind of heavily spent in, in attack at the minute. So Nisbet and Boyce, okay, Commons is, uh, is there too. But I've, I've seen people with a front line of like Boyce, Ramirez and Nisbet. Um, that's the best guy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I really didn't remember that. No? But uh, that would then kind of like t- tell me maybe to downgrade one of them, get, get a cheapie in. Uh, you mentioned Tony Watt, who is on my watch list, who I was considering for this week as well. And then just because you said it, I looked at Motherwell's fixtures. They've got Aberdeen, Rangers, Ross County, Hearts, then Selig. So it's it's really not the easiest run. No. Then again, if he does score against Aberdeen this week, uh, might be tempted. Shows you that he can, can get a goal against uh, these kind of sides as well. But I, I agree with you. If you don't already have him, then, then maybe... Uh, the the ship has kind of sailed there already, but but yeah, it's it's good to see that my team structure kind of lines up with uh, what you have outlined as well, Tom. And it's it's not major surgery that's needed to team. Yep. I, know, I, know, I know that wasn't too chilled out, and it's uh, it's not easy to digest. But I've done an article finally, and that is this is what features in the article. So if you want uh, some notes or just to to read through it slowly, then I'll be publishing that. Um, Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> uh, I like the fact that you mentioned all these names. I had quite a lot of my team. I'm like, oh, I'm doing the right thing here. But like Gunnar, I agree. I think I probably maybe get too much money up top. 
uh, Ramirez, Boyce, and Nesbitt's of three. So they're kind of all, well, Boyce is not, Boyce is basically guaranteed. But I think the other two are on their own, their own trial, basically. Let's make sure. If yeah. One, one will probably go to fund elsewhere. Right, Tom, you want to take us through your quiz? Yes. Sure. Um, so question number one then, Christian Ramirez signed for Aberdeen this summer, but from which club did he sign from? Peter? I think it was the best kind of quiz. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's M- MLS team, I think. Uh, I'll hazard a guess at Colorado Rapids. Guna, do you know this one? I would have said Colorado as a. I'm afraid it's Houston Dynamo. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Which two players have scored hat tricks this season? Who's first? Is Good it now. me first now? Uh, Furuhashi. And. Oh, was that in the league though? Turnbull? Yes. At the same two, yeah, I knew Furuhashi, and you mentioned Turnbull about five minutes ago. Hmm. Uh, both of those players are joint top for shots on target with one other player. Who is he, Peter? Boyle? No, good at Well, you said no already, but I would have said Boyle as well, so I'm gonna go with oh, Tavernier. No, Jason Cummins. My next one would have yeah. been Boyce. I'd have said next. So there you go. There's no one yet. Um, another team one. Uh, Cedric Itton has left Rangers on loan as he was not happy with the amount of game time he was getting. But to which club did he join for the rest of the season? I think I'm this one. I'm going to go Peter first because Gunnar might know this. <laughs> Peter, what do you reckon? Why is Gunnar might know? Is it a German team that's threw me off now? Oh, oh. <laughs> Spoiler. I thought it was Club Bruges. There you go. That was my guess. No. Guna. Goitafurt. That's the one. I'm glad you can pronounce it. <laughs> I would have never got that in a million Sundays. There we go. They've got they've got a wee clover as their badge. That's right. I think they're, are they newly promoted from Bundesliga 2? I think so, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, last question then. Livingston have not had the best start to the season. Which which one of their players has the highest ownership percentage wise? Guna, I forgot um, who went last. Alan Forrest. Just to be different, yeah. I'll go for Anderson up top. Yes, and for a bonus point, um, I'll I'll give you a one percent cushion either side. What percent? For Anderson. Yeah. Fourteen percent. You know. Have you looked it up before? Uh, I'm no, I've wrote the question and I've not wrote the answer. Fifteen <laughs> percent. Oh come on, you! <laughs> so fourteen and fifteen. 14 Hold on. Five. <laughs> you said thirteen, no? 
This is 14. I thought you were just oh, trying to play, play safe, go one ahead of me. You can tell I haven't paid for ad free. <laughs> Good plug for the game there. Hold on. I can't even find him now. Where is he going? Go for it. It's seven percent, no bonus points. It's I, was a, I was the closest, but <laughs> <laughs> by that whole one percent. That was good, Tom. Are you finished? No more questions. No more questions. That's mine. Right. So I have got. It's not quite a quiz. But I've done something like you could have done similar last year, Tom. I looked at the bottom six teams and I built a squad at the bottom six teams and got as many points I could get using the same rules, three, three players per team. So the bottom six teams are Dundee St. Johnson, Ross County, Dundee St. Manor Limited, just for the avoidance of doubt. Sitting top in the mini league, at Megan, sorry, Mega League is 339 points. With this team, without any bonus, without any captain or vice captain points, we've been 245. So even on their worst day, say vice captain points, we could double. Get you an extra 12 points, we give you 257. So that would take you just within the top 500 in the game. Using bottom six players, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the team probably got more than that because I didn't go back and check. You couldn't tell who was getting captain or vice captains every week, but I built a squad. So, I'm going to let you take a pick each, and we'll see who can name the players for the squad. And we will start with do you want to start going for position or just want to go picking random players? What's the consensus here? Would you rather do? You can go by position if you want. Gunners called it. Hey, Gunnar, you call it, you can go first then. There is two goalkeepers. What one are you having? Um, I'm picking Trevor Carson of Dundee United. No. Xander Clark. Correct, Tom. Xander Clark with the quality 22 points. Do you want another guess at the second goalkeeper? Uh, is it Jaganic? No, it is Ross Laidlaw from... I still let Tom with a guess there, shouldn't I? It's okay. I didn't. Right, next thing you get two guesses each, and I'll move on. That's that was unfair. Ross Laidlaw of Ross County would have got you 15 points. Right, on to defenders. Tom. Jason Kerr. Yep, Jason Kerr from St. Johnson would have got you 18 points. Gunnar. Struggling already. Uh, I'm going to go Richard Tate. See, St. Mirren, they're so, they're, they're second bottom. Nope. Why am I picking so many St. John- Mirren players? Well, I'll say this, there is at least two players for every team in this squad. So there is two players no, no. for every team. So you will, the rest of the players. No, Richard Tate, Tom, you want a second? Well, yes, you've five defenders to men, so you want a second? <laughs> I'm the one player. Um, I'll probably go another St. Johnston defender then. I'll go McCart. Correct, I can't. And just a heads up, that is now the St. Johnson three players gone, so there's no more St. Johnson players in this team. Hey, Gunnar, another defender? Uh, I'm going to go Robson of Dundee United. Correct, Robson, 22 points. That's the most of all defenders. Tom? Um... B. 
bear in mind, it might not be the it's because of the fit of three squad system. So, yeah. For example, maybe two more St. Johnson players with more points, but I'm three up, so no more. So just have mm. a think outside the box. Connor Randall, Ross County. That is a very good guess, Tom. I thought we'd have got that one. Connor Randall from Ross County would have got you 12 points. There's one more to go, Gunnar. Um, I'm going to go Dundee United again. Mulgrew? On the right track, but no. Tom, last oh, guess. Oh, uh, Reynolds? No. Right, it is Smith from Dundee United. They gave you 12 points. Right. Any midfield? Who went first there? I can't remember. I think it was Thomas then. Pura, midfield. Um, so, let me think, let me think. Um, O'Halloran. Does he no. still play for this now? No. No. Tom? Um, McMullen from Dundee. No. Yeah. Oof. So we're done with our St. Johnson players anyway. Yeah? No St. Johnson players left in mm. this. So that rules out Ali McCann as well. And Ali McCann would have made it, by the way, but the defenders mm-hmm. outscored the midfielders, so he do, didn't do, make it. Do we have one more? Dundee United player. Well, what I was going to say, I'll like, one more guess, and then I'll tell you what teams are left for the next three. Mm. Then you okay. guess one more guess to go. Okay, my guess is going to be Dundee United. Fuchs. Correct, Gunnar. I knew that's where we were going. I knew we were going mm-hmm. down there. He just likes saying his name. Yes. He'd have got, he'd have got you 16 points. Alan right. Forrest. Oh, in there. Five. Alan Forrest have got you 17 points. Uh, Regan Charles Cook. That's the one. Tom mentioned it as well. <laughs> 16 points. Good, there's two left. Is there? Jesus. Uh... Do you want the teams? Yes, please. One Dundee, one St. Murn. Charlie Adam. No. Tom? McGrath. McGrath for St. Murn. I thought I'd have been in there. Gunnar, 14 points this season so far. So, going back to you, one player left, and it's Dundee. I got no clue here. Tom. Over to Thomas. Is it? Um, he was. He used to play at Celtic. He's got the bad haircut. Yeah, in the right tracks area. <laughs> I can't remember his name. It's 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 uh, It's on the tip of my tongue. McGowan. McGowan. Correct. McGowan has got you fifteen points. Right, Gunnar, you're getting scalped here, so I'm going to give you two yep. guesses. It's strikers to catch up. Three strikers. Uh, can you can you say again what teams we have ruled out already? We have ruled out Ross County now. We've ruled mm-hmm. out St. Johnson. We've ruled out Dundee. So what kind of gives you uh, three strikers, three teams left? We've ruled out Dundee as well. No, ruled out Dundee United, St. Okay. Johnson, Ross County. I'm going to go Cummings first. Correct. 19 points with Cummings. And your second guess... Ooh. I'll pass it on to Tom. Oh dear. Right, Tom. Two. It's got to be Bruce Anderson, isn't it? Bruce Anderson will <laughs> give you 15 points. And one last one, Tom. Um, 
Brophy. Correct. Brophy, 13 points. I believe we're on the first two weeks. That's how you might have forgot about him. So that was a 10-3 victory. Aye, Thomas just Tom, run away Tom with was, it. Tom was on form there. That actually breaks down good. It's all, the, it's all the prep he done. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I, I said to you the wrong point. If Tom's going to prep, he's probably read these things that it'll mm-hmm. kick into what I'm going to ask. And it, I no, it was just me guessing. I didn't look at the bottom six. Nah. I just scout. remembered a few names from the top. <laughs> That's top just and stuff. general knowledge. <laughs> right, okay. So, fixtures for this week coming up. We have got Johnson Rangers, the early kickoff. So, that'll be the only game you've got early team news on. So, end who's having dilemma, who the Rangers three players, or St. Johnson players, as a matter of fact, this is your chance to get early team news. Sorry, we also have... I've got a frog in my throat here. Celtic versus Ross County. Dundee versus Livingston. Motherwell versus Aberdeen. St. Mary versus Dundee United. And on Sunday, it's the Salt and Sauce, Edinburgh Derby. Hearts versus Hibs. So, transfers, vice-captains and captains. Gunnar, what is the thoughts and what are you going to do? So I've I've not made any transfers yet. I've got Boyle and Kyogo flagged in my team as a doubtful. I think if Boyle is in any way, shape, or form fit, he's gonna play this game because it's the derby and uh, they're 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 gonna need him. But I think I'm gonna captain Tav again uh, with him being back in the team. And my vice captain at the minute is on Furuhashi at home to Ross County. Uh, I could see him getting a couple of goals. It just depends really what what he has. Eh? If it's just a little knock or a precaution. or I haven't heard anything in, in the last couple of days. But we, we remember he was flagged as well for the, for the last game before the international break. Uh, I think this would be then the third time I'm vice captain in him. Twice he's blanked. Uh, yeah, three times lucky. So Captain Tav, vice captain for Hashi. Transfer, I'm not too sure. I am pretty happy, I would say, with my team, uh, which is why I might move Clark to Gordon. The only thing really is I have three hips and with like with the Derby being a tough game, it's not ideal, but I could see Gordon price riding and people jumping off Clark with the Johnson fixture on. So just to beat the price rises there, I uh, would make a move. Go Clark to Gordon. Okay, so Tom, same question to you. Vice-captain, captain, and any transfer thoughts? Um, it really depends on what the situation is with Furuhashi. I think if he's going to be out for a while, then I might look to maybe switch to a different set like mid. Uh, I think we're doing a badder, so it probably have to be Turnbull. Um or you could take a punt on Yacht, I suppose. Uh, Ross County, I think they've conceded quite a number of goals so far this season, so I'm probably looking at captain and vice-captain. Um, Celtic players, so maybe a bad captain and vice, whoever else I've got from Celtic in. <laughs> or Furuhashi's fine, then obviously him. He'd be my vice-captain because he tends to be more, more of a goal scorer than an assister. Are you? No transfer thoughts? Uh, waiting on Furuhashi news? Waiting on the Furuhashi news. If he's fine, um, uh, if he's fine, I, I, I could even consider Ralston, you know. Hmm. Okay. Right. If, if it, I, wouldn't, I would have went for scales, but I would have to weigh up my options. 
No, Jesus. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> see the smell on his face. He had that, enjoyed that joke he said before he said it. <laughs> right. Uh, my captain, vice captain, Tom, I'm pretty similar vote to you. I think Celtic could take quite a few off us, County, so I'm probably going to captain and vice two who I've got already. Uh, Tavernier's still an option, obviously, captain, but I think I'm. I'm going to, we're going to see the Avengers early team news anyway, so it was a really strong team. I might punt for a captain. If there's a couple of changes in there. I might stick with Celtic players. Transfer, I didn't really do it. Want to do the transfers? I've got two free transfers, even though, because there's some sort of blip when you had a wild card. You actually keep two free transfers after it, which is interesting. And Gunnar's even reported me that, but none's happened about it. <laughs> is he? No. Is this threatened to? <laughs> I forgot all about it, but I'm going to do now. My only concern is the day Gunnar again wound me up with telling me Seagrass is back in training, said me 40s, because I was a uh, lax and miracle last week, but Carson been a keeper at the end of the season. So I'm going to have to wait for a presser and if Seagrass is anywhere near fit, I may have to say step away for Carson because I don't have a non-playing goalkeeper. This week, the keeper would be Laidlaw, fourth in the league, but they're playing Celtic, so I may have to hold off one more week, hopefully, and then maybe step to another goalkeeper. And that's it, captain-wise. Uh, FPL, not much this week. Also, none of us are on a well card. We've all kept our fingers away from the button. So last week we talked about Ronaldo and the auction we're going to do, but none's been saying of it yet. So, do you have any transfer plans this week? And who's the captain going to be on? And I'll start with you, Gunnar, because you've had a couple of ideas. Yeah, so I have two free transfers. Uh, so, my, my, my current team is Trent, Ailing, Shaw, Simicus, Feltman, Salah, Rafinha, Fernandez, Benrama, Gilmer, Tony, Ings, and Antonio. So my bus team has Bruno captained Antonio Weiss, but I've played around with a couple of transfers and like I'm interested in Ronaldo, obviously, but I would have to drop Bruno for him and then get like a 7.5-ish midfielder. Most interesting for me would probably be Jota with Firmino, well, rumored to be out, but we've seen it the last time. I thought Robbo was going to be out for for more than two weeks, and then he was straight back in. Firmino got injured in the game, I think, against Chelsea, and now we've had the international break, so we don't know. He might be close to fitness, but as it looks, I think Jota is going to be nailed. Liverpool, they're going to need Jota's goals. Um, I'm interested in him, but because I have Simicas, I would have to make another move, So and then take a minus four, and the defender I'm looking at is Christensen for Chelsea. Uh, so my three moves would be Simicas to Christensen, Bruno to Jota, and Ings to Ronaldo. But I don't really know if I want to take a minus four <laughs> for it. <laughs> like if I didn't have to take a minus, if I didn't have Simicas, and I could just bring Jota in, and I'd be happy. I just do that, do the two freeze. But because I have Simicas, I still want Jota. But I think what I'm gonna do is. I'm not going to go to Yota. I'm going to pick someone else in this seven and a half million price bracket. Who's there? Someone like Greenwood isn't ideal. Not the best example, but like someone else. And then just make two transfers, I think, and not take a hit. I like you saying that, I like, to, I like to look at your team. I like the idea there. And if you're, see if you bring in Ronaldo, are you going to captain him? Yes. I mean, that you think I'd hopefully cover your hip. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the sound of that team, but I suppose it's up to you with the hit. 
I just hope you're not kicking yourself come Monday when the three players that you brought out have all went nuts and you went, there's a little cost me four points, but that's a game, isn't it? Uh, I am currently sitting with Backman and Goals, Kufal, Trent and Shaw at the back three, Fernandez, Salah, Son, Benrama, Son's yellow flagged. Uh, up front is Armstrong, Antonio and Tony, and my first sub is Veltman, so if Son doesn't play, obviously Veltman comes in. I made my transfer early because I got rid of... How do you see him again, Gunnar? The left back? Timiscus? Timiscus, yeah. Timiscus. So I got him out and brought in Williams so that I saved the, the mm. point one in the, fun, the funds. So he's not going to play, but he's sitting on the bench at four million. Uh, no transfers this week, but I'm aiming towards getting maybe two Chelsea assets in the next two or three game weeks. Not going to be near Ronaldo anytime soon. Unless he goes absolutely bonkers against Newcastle and I'll rip him up and start again. Tom, what about you? Transfers and captain's thoughts? Um, my transfer will be I'm going to get in the Wolves goalkeeper, Sa. That's my plan. Um, I'm currently on Martinez. Who... Ditched already? What's that? I've seen Ditched him already. I know he's at that international. Well, he, he has to quarantine um, because he went away on international duty, so he's not allowed to play the match against Chelsea. So I will have no goalkeeper whatsoever. Plus, I'm not that convinced with the um, with Villa's defensive form so far this season. And I was looking at Wolves, and I thought, look at Wolves there. They're top five. Uh, sorry, they're top on the, uh, the top of the ticker on the scout website for the next five fixtures. They've only conceded a single goal a game in the first three games, and that's been against big hitters Leicester, Spurs, and Man United. They've only conceded 27 shots over the first three games and only City can better this with 15 shots conceded. Um, so I like them defensive-wise, so that's what I'm going for. I think they're a solid unit at the back and uh, I'll be looking to invest. I'm also even down the line perhaps considering Sace. He's got the same number of shots on target as the likes of Trent Alexander-Arnold and Alonso, also Shane Duffy. <laughs> and there's... Um, there's that midfielder, I don't know how to say his name, Trin, Trinkel, Trinsell. Um, he is, he's got four shots on target so far, only bettered by Salah, and he's equal to Ben Rama, Bruno Fernandes, Greenwood, Manny, Son, and uh, Sar at West, uh, sorry, at uh, Watford. Um, I'm probably not too struck on Traore yet, and Jimenez. Uh, I think there's better options at that cut. So he's 7.4 million. So I think there's better options around that kind of price bracket. So Wolves are quite like the look of. So I'm going for Sa. Uh, I'm quite happy with the rest of my team. Um, Trent will start against Leicester. Uh, Shaw, who's got facing Newcastle at home. Not bad fixture for him. I'm going to have to start White um, against Norwich. We'll see if Ar Arsenal can improve. Uh, I've got Brownhill against Everton. Uh, Salah against Leeds, Ben Rama against Southampton, Bruno Fernandes, Newcastle at home, Rafinha uh, home against Liverpool. I've got Antonio, Southampton, and the only other one's Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's got Burnley at home, but is yellow flagged, so I'll have to kind of... He's back training, but there's 40 late today's training, he looks fit as a fiddle, so I think oh, he's well. fine, I think he'll be playing. I'll sleep easy tonight. <laughs> right. I nearly finished the podcast, missing out one of our big things of the week. Is it the questions? Listen, questions, because I just <laughs> skipped over it because we had no topic. So, back to the questions. 
So first up is from Robbie Dempsey, Belexo Online. Ahead of a good run of fixtures, who are the best choices for Celtic to triple up on? So somebody's going to go triple up. So Tom, you can I'll cover this briefly before. I've mentioned names like Ralston. Guru, you've mentioned Joe Hart before for being a, a good, steady, nailed-on goalkeeper. Midfielder, you see, can't really go wrong. Furuhashi, if he's fit. We've also got... Turnbull went blank, yeah. McGregor, they're fit. Abada. So we've kind of covered this before. Was there any other names you'd add to that? Or is that happy with that kind of short list of names to pick from? Um, we've got Yota, if you wanted to move on to take a punt on him. Um, I can't remember what price Yota is, but I remember really the Greek expensive. guy. I remember the Greek lad's really, really expensive. I'm just going to probably have to keep calling him the Greek lad because I can't pronounce it. Is it Georgios? G- Georgios. I think it's Jumakis, isn't it? It's like a soft something. So it's Jumakis. Jumakis, aye. I can't see the, I, I the creation guy at the back, but I can see Jamakis. There we go. I think he's too expensive to take a punt on. I can't remember the price of Yota. Yota, Yota was around the uh, 6 million mark, and uh, Gigi, the Greek lad, he's 7.4, I think. Yeah. What about JJ? JJ, four, 4 point something. See, see what I have? I have two variants of answering this question. So either you go like something like Kyogo heart because he's nailed and then someone else who's nailed like Turnbull in midfield or my, my second version is Kyogo a nailed defender because we don't know yet and another midfielder like Abada or Turnbull like we, like we have before it's it's really depends how willing are you like just to punt do you think Ralston is going to keep his place will JJ play left back again the scales come in like you have to decide where what basket you put your eggs in basically yeah, and on that, I think things more clear come the weekend, especially at the back. So you may be able to, if you pink, if you if you went for Ralston, you might find it difficult to get to JJ. Mm. But if you went for JJ and Ralston starting, it's easy to get to him. I mean, it just it depends on how you right, want to yeah. work it. But there's quite a few Celtic assets there, especially in the next couple of game weeks. I mean, I think we've wrote already earlier on. Ross County at home, Lyson away, Dundee at home, and then Aberdeen away, the next four, the next international break. Three up out of the four, you'd like to think Celtic would probably win quite convincingly if they stick the same kind of form they've been playing. So I don't disagree with the three triple-up Celtic players, and I think between us, the three play, all the players I mentioned are all valuable assets. Right, next up. FFS, Maz. Pretty much the same kind of question. There's two in a row here, we've already mentioned. Ralston likely keep his place... Tom, you think so? Yes. Gunnar, do you think so? Well, I think Juranovic, he's going to start oh, eventually. Okay. It just depends if he is going to keep Ralston out of the team or if he's going to play left back. Yeah. I think it's Ralston's jersey he loses. I don't think he deserves to lose it yet. So No. I've heard Angie Postacoglu talk, and it seems to be like if you're playing well, he's not going to drop you. Hmm. He's a he's into that kind of hole well if you're playing well this guy might be a better player than you but if you're playing really well why am I going to throw you at the team to damage your confidence in that it's Ross County at home also Ralph has done it so far against these level of teams so I don't see why he would be out unless he's got a knock but long term I don't think any can guarantee Ralph's going to keep it but maybe for the short term it's a, a famous quote in here wait and see <laughs> but it's, it's like you say, Peter, I think the on paper, the plan was Juranovic coming in, playing right back. But because uh, Danny Ralvis, he's been so good, 
that, like you say, it would be unfair to drop him. <laughs> and they're playing, they're playing Ross County. So just let him let let Juranovic play left back again. And um, like if you have Ralston, then it's a hold. And if you don't have him, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily advise buying him now this week. And like like you say, wait and see uh, until maybe we were a bit more clear of who the back four is going to be for Selic. There's also the option that if uh, Juranovic can play both sides, it's going to be a case of rotating because of that yep. many games to play. So you could be taking a punt on any of the three fullbacks and they'll play 75% of the games. It's just you're locking one week to the next one. But again, as I wait and see how he's going to use his squad, because that might be a, a good shout. Next up, ready slightly cover all, is from Gavin McCann. If you can afford them, is Gio Marcus a must-buy? So um, I think before that in the four hash engineers would have said no, we'd all said no. But it might be a decent one week punt if Furahashi is struggling. He might start up top, he might just mm-hmm. off board. You know what I mean? If you're A on a wild card and B you've got the funds, it might be not bad to jump on him for a week or two if Furahashi is injured. And then you can also also downgrade near the time or later on the time. What do you think, Tom? Um, I suppose it's a one week punt, but then you're probably. If the punt doesn't pay off or Furuhashi's back in the squad fairly quickly, then it's not just one transfer, it's two transfers you're burning there. So um, you'll need time to bed into the squad as well. For me, for me, it's a no. Can I, <laughs> Can I convince you? I mean, it, it, it really does depend what what's wrong with Furuhashi now. Um after after the uh, Rangers Celtic game, I mean, we heard what Angie said. I know it was it, it wasn't Georgios, it was Edward, but he said, "Oh, he should have played Kyogo through the middle." I would expect that's where the Greek lad would play as well. But if Kyogo is fit, then I think he'd start, and uh, we'd see the new Greek striker off the bench. Like I said, it depends uh, what's wrong now with Kyogo. Maybe maybe a better pick. I think you said it last week, Peter, would be Yota, the only real like left-sided attacking midfielder at the club now. Uh, also needs time to bet in. But I think I like if Kyogo is fit, I see more chance for Yota to be starting ahead of Joe Marcus. Okay. I would just again try to hold on maybe to see Celtic pressers on a Friday and see what Andrew says about his fitness. Because he's quite straight shooting. So if Kabuta says he's out for a couple of weeks, mm. there's your in. If he says, oh, he's touch and go, then again, look, Tom says maybe he's not even bother because it's too too risky to take for that money. Next up is a question from Josh McShee at uh, Slash Footblog. So Josh is his own footblog, by the way. If you want to follow him on Twitter, you can read his blog. Points are quite a lot about Scottish games, so get involved. His question is, is Scott... McMahon, a good option, or should we wait for him to settle in? Tom, you blew this trumpet for this man last year, so I'll let you start. Scott McMahon, yay or nay? Scott McMahon. Mm. <laughs> yay or nay? Mm. Uh, probably a, a nay for now. I'd, I'd say let him settle in. He he was... if he, I mean, Hammond didn't get many clean sheets, but he was good for assists, but I'm not 100% convinced as to where the, the goals are going to come at Dundee United at present. So um, so our old favourite, wait and see. Okay. So, uh, 
I think I like McMahon. 2.5 million. That's 0.1 cheaper than what Spurley is. Hello. That's great value. Um, <laughs> the next, next five, they're not the easiest, but manageable. The app probably lied to me because they took out Game Week in Sotty's ticker. They got St. Mirren, Dundee, Selig, uh, Ross County, then Hibs. Like, you could conservatively maybe expect two clean sheets, one attack in return for two and a half million as a bench trick player. If you don't want to go Ralston, for example, and like use that Selig spot some, somewhere else, I don't mind that. I wouldn't get him as a starter, but like, like we said multiple times now, he was quite high up for all the stats that we looked at to make out our top 10 last uh, at the end of last season. Um, and as a bench option, if you're on a wild card, if you've got nothing else to do, and yeah, he would be in my team, I think. Yep, he's definitely on my watch list because we mentioned Ralston recently. If Ralston is not guaranteed games, then I think that could be a nice, easy move. Toby talked about premium defenders, two kind of cheapies. He's not a bad option, a cheapie, if he nails that position mm-hmm. down. I liked him more last year because he's more at attacking threat rather than defensive returns. So if Dundee did a step up for Hamilton, then potentially could have more chance of attacking returns. But again, it's a case of Ralston's not guaranteed. If he's definitely sitting the bench all week, then I could easily move to McMahon. Right, next up. I'm telling it's getting darker all our cameras are getting darker. It's starting mm-hmm. to get late nights growing in. Uh, next question is from Blades Attack. Brian, I'm really going to ask this one because I think Gunnar didn't like this question. <laughs> At 2.8 million, is getting Calvin Bassey a no-brainer? And with a near full million saving, which we potentially have him over Tavernier. On you go, Gunnar. I was surprised to see this question, Brian, because <laughs> when you suggested Calvin Bassey, I didn't think you'd be replacing Tavernier. So... <laughs> I seen the question earlier and I, I made some notes. So I, I personally, I don't understand why everyone is like going off Barisic. I know he's not been in, in, in the best of forms, but can we confidently say that Bassi is going to be starting left back for uh, Rangers week in, week out at 2.8 million? That would be fantastic, but I just don't see it. Uh, I wouldn't drop Tavernier for him at all. I mean, Tav, he is on panels. He's on set pieces and it really comes down to I, I, I don't think Bassi is as nailed as it might have looked they rotated because of the European games that hasn't worked by the way uh, so we don't know if Jared is going to do that again and then we had this COVID close contact situation there before the game against Celtic um, so maybe that's that's that skewed the, the perception of it all a little bit but uh, I wouldn't go to Bassi as my designated uh, Rangers defender. I'm still expecting them to keep probably the most clean sheets in the league. But like we said, going into the season, like on paper, they're going to at least have the second most clean sheets, et cetera, et cetera. And with Taft, you get all these attack and returns. Um, and again, I don't know if that's too conservative, but... I'm very much against dropping last season's best asset and captain pick after four game weeks already. So I'm sticking with Tavernier. Uh, I don't think 
like I, I think he has this like added captain value because he obviously is on pens and has the has the um, set pieces and all that plus the potential set uh, clean sheets. I don't think I'd be captain in Bassi uh, that often. It's different uh, with Tav, and yeah, I think it's it's way too early for me uh, to just drop Tavernier and like be done with it and go to a 3 million, 2.8 million uh, Rangers defender. Not for me. So Mike Gunners called that quite eloquently, but any add? Nothing to add there. I agree. Too risky. I mean, it'd be one of those ones where you maybe want to wait and see um, <laughs> if, he, if he starts a few games in a row and then pounce on him. But I, I, no, I can't see it happen. Tav's the captain. He's, 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 nah, I just can't see it. Yeah, same again. I wouldn't move for Tav. I wouldn't even move the, for Barisic. The question was Barisic. That was the same question with him because I still think Barisic's first choice. But like you said, it would need to be in a team week in, week out for three or four game weeks to go, right, you start on left back, then you make a move. I give a silly move to make right now. And next question is Brian again. Would you captain Cal Fu? Well, I believe it's Calvin, Calvin Ramsey. Against Motherwell. I'll start with you, Tom. Mm. I think there's too many better options this week. I, see, I don't know. I mean, he is a bit of a bonus point magnet. I know he's gathered eight bonus points so far this season. I don't think any other defenders kind of come close. I think the, the second defender's only got three accumulated over the first four game weeks. So he's a bonus point magnet. Um, Motherwell, I mean, they've been reasonably attacking Tony Watts, obviously the top scoring striker, so he may concede. But I don't know. There's there's definitely scope for a clean sheet there, potentially some attacking returns. If it, if it comes off, you know, I don't know. I think, it, I, I think it, <laughs> if if he's a maverick type player and he, he likes to take a punt every week, then yeah, I think that's a, I think that's probably a, a, my favourite punt of the week. So I go for it. Much above you on the table, Gunnar. Wish you I can see how Brian arrives at uh, Calvin Ramsey for for captaincy pick. For me, it's it's just I said earlier that Motherwell, they're going to go on this really tough run. But if Tony Watt manages to bag against Aberdeen, then, you know, if, if, if he can show that he can score against these bigger kind of teams uh, as well, then he, he could be an option uh, going forward. And I'm, I don't know, I kind of have a feeling that Watt is going to get another goal. So based alone on that, personally, I, <laughs> I won Captain uh, Ramsey. And I think there's just so... There's just better options out there. Like you can captain Tavernier again. You can go anywhere in the Celtic team, probably from Kyogo to Turnbull to I don't know, Captain Johard if you want. But I really, I really see or I I I, I can see Aberdeen conceding uh, this week by at least one Tony Watt goal. And for that alone, I, I wouldn't captain an Aberdeen player in defense. I just, as mentioned before, I think there's just too many other better options this week. If you want to be a bit differential, fair enough. But I can see Motherwell scoring. I can see Celtic going daft. I can see Tavernier getting a penalty. So these things in my head, just playing the old FPL head, playing the fixtures. No, I think there's better options than Ramsey this week. 
Okay, that is our question. So, another topic, guys. So, you want to get your plugs in, Tom? Uh, I am at FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. Uh, articles coming this week, so you can read over what was discussed in Tom time. Um, hit me up on Twitter. Like, retweet. That's me. Rate my teams. Rate my teams, that's it. <laughs> yes, I'm at Gunnar underscore FPL. I do the captaincy polls. I'm the graphic department of the pod. I do bad memes about Fantasy Football Scotland as well. <coughs> if, if that's your kind of thing, give, give us a follow. Okay. I'm at Fantasy Half. We are the Half of the Fantasy Podcast. <coughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.